Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, May 11th, 2023, and this is episode 398 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's another morning coffee with Brian. Morning. Morning, everyone. Hope everyone's doing all right today. Today, we're talking um, meta pseudo celebrity last night. Well, I guess I didn't meet him i sat near him and was told who he was um as we went out to dinner uh i'm envious of my wife and then i kind of noticed um noticed something but i'm not sure if there's an actual correlation to uh actual events or if it's because um because of what we started doing so i'll explore that a little bit but uh also got that perfect cup question of the day and the history segment by um, prepped up by Ryan Pippin there in the audience. Uh, good morning, everyone. Canadian Farmstead, thanks for joining us this morning. Mike, Philippine Nomad, Ryan Pippin, how we doing? Um, Backwoods Butcher says he's the muffin man, baby. Um, James... James from Gingerbread Farms. Uh, there was a little confusion this morning that... Um, before the before the show started that james james was actually kyle and um yeah we got that straightened out james is the gingerbread man and kyle is the muffin man and um yeah we'll go with that good morning robin out there listening with the ducks it looks like you're uh you got some ducks that showed up so all your ducks are uh possibly in a row this morning at least the ones that hatched and um Sounds like we got uh, V2 of the old Duction Cup coming in tonight, hopefully. And uh, Ryan's going to be doing some uh, R&D this weekend. Speaking of Duction Cup, Plugsy, what do we got in the cup today? Uh, more GSD blend. This stuff is fantastic. Uh, it's just it's just quality coffee. It's a quality light roast. Um, and... It, uh, it has that little extra zip that uh, some of us are looking for in the morning. So definitely check that out. Check that out. GSD Blend. The original. The original Lots Project Coffee Blend. The GSD Blend. And it looks like I'm going to be drinking an extra pot this morning. Got up a little extra early this morning and uh, been dicking around. I'm glad I did because my computer uh, decided that I guess I want Windows 11. And it did all sorts of shutdown and update and all of this. And when I opened it up this morning and um, and fired it up, it was like, would you like to continue with the installation of Windows 11? I'm like, no. And it's like, do you are you sure you don't want Windows 11? I said, yes. And it's like, are you sure? We will offer it again in X amount of days. And I'm like, don't fucking bother. But I'm sure it will. It'll just turn itself off and. Show tunes with the dogs, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Ryan says he's horrible with names. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. I am also, um, I'm also horrible with names. But it doesn't, it doesn't help that we're in this like, um, screen name world. 
especially uh, Josh and I have discussed this when you uh, when you interact in screen names, uh, it gets hard enough to track screen names from uh, platform to platform. Um, it's really nice when they're consistent, but it gets really screwy when screen names turn into real names and you feel like an asshole because you've interacted with somebody for a year online um, as a screen name. And then uh, you don't know who they are. Oh, God. Back, backwards Butcher wants me to say his last name. It's Kyle Perot from Effing. Is it Effingham or is it Effing? I'm pretty sure it's Effingham, New Jersey. Peralt. Kyle and I had that discussion before we went live on, um, oh, fuck. Uh, Kyle and I had that discussion before we went live uh, a couple weeks ago when he was on my show. And uh, I was like, dude, is it Perot or Peralt? And he's like, Peralt. Like, sorry, dude. I grew up, uh, I grew up watching, I grew up watching um, hockey with Guy Bear Perot. And when I see that name, it automatically clicks into my head because, I mean, I was a little kid. My dad was all about the French connection on uh, the Buffalo Sabres. So, sorry, Kyle Perot. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so my shirt here, oh, we're at six minutes. I got to get into this perfect cup. I'll talk about my shirt a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. All right, everyone, it's time again for the 74th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Every day I have a daily question. I pass it around social media, post it in the Telegram group, and then gather up all the answers. This is where I present the answers from the community and tie mine in also if you want to participate in the perfect cup, be sure to join that telegram group or find the post on social media every day. Leave a comment and I will gather them all up and you can participate. Today's perfect cup question of the day is, what do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago? What do you wish you spent time more time doing five years ago? And we started off with a really, um, really good roll of answers in uh, in the Telegram group, and then it kind of went a little sideways. Um, we started talking about some other things. Uh, we got in some pretty deep involved, um, deep involved business plans, I guess you could say. Uh, if if you are curious, you're going to want to head over to the Lots Project chat on Telegram, and we can fill you in. We can fill you in for sure. Uh, <laughs> Kyle says we got a little sidetracked. Yeah. <coughs> I think there were several business ideas spurred off yesterday in the Telegram group, but it happened to be right after the Perfect Cup question. <laughs> uh, so I have a limited number of answers. Um, I have uh, I have a I have a uh, list here. I have some that I wish I had been doing, and it looks like we are. Um, <laughs> I uh, I'm getting some in the in the comments here in the live comments. So 
All right, let's go to it. The answers I was able to gather up from the Telegram group. K-Bonk weighed in and said, throwing away my extra crap, I had been storing like, like a fucking chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, five years ago, I guess I would have, that would have been a great idea. Um, but I was still in the mode of saving everything so I could definitely use it or throw it away. Uh, Kyle, the backwoods butcher, said he would have been uh, spending a lot more time on financial investments. And then that led down the road to he wished he had started learning about crypto a lot earlier um, and understanding it a lot more at this point. Yeah, five years ago would have been really good. Um, five years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago, they would all have been better. But, you know, the best time right is right now. Hey, good morning, Rachel. How you doing? Thank you for joining in. Um, so financial investments, Josh, the renegade butcher. I got these two butchers that hang out here. It's weird. Um, they're like dueling butchers. Josh, the renegade butcher says, working more for myself and less for other people. And I don't know if at that point he <laughs> was doing his own thing, uh, if he was miserably stuck working for someone else. Or how that all went down and what time frame, but never a better day than today to start working for yourself and realizing that um, power in that. So that's a really good answer. Canadian Farm said putting up his high tunnel, putting up the high tunnel. Oh, Rachel missed the question. Uh, the question is, what would you hold on? Let me word it properly. It's on the other sheet. Uh, what? What do you wish you had spent more time doing five years ago? What do you wish you uh, spent more time doing five years ago? So uh, Canadian Farm says that putting up uh, his high tunnel. And uh, I understand. I understand. I think this year uh, it was put up and um, he's seen immediate results and immediate changes. And you you look at the process um, these are these were projects that I did too. I had this in my in my train of thought all the time. Was oh, this project's going to be expensive. It's going to be a lot of work, a lot of materials, and then you get it done and you see immediate results, and you're like, why didn't I do it sooner? Um, it comes a lot with a lot of things actually uh, that you get nervous about or are worried about doing, and then you do it and you're like, man, I just should have done that a long time ago. So. Put it up that high tunnel. Yeah, that would uh, that definitely would have um, paid spades by now. Uh, scrambling, Brian Norton from Food Forest Farm says, uh, building more rentable structures. Yeah. Once they're there, they're there. A um, little bit of maintenance, possibly, depending on what you put up or uh, what kind of rental you got going on. But, uh, man, the sooner you are making making income off of things that you've done in the past and you don't have to do them anymore. Never a better time than, uh, than yesterday for sure. Uh, gingerbread farms over in the comments says, uh, he wished he spent more time five years ago planting trees. That is, uh, that is a common, common, um, common sentiment in, uh, in this community is the, is getting those trees in the ground and, um, <laughs> it, uh, it it is a thing that Corey and I actually circled back and talked about when we were 
wrapping up the homestead and we kind of were discussing we had decided we were moving we had decided we were um we were shutting it down and i th- and we had several conversations just in passing about man if we could have done this if we would have done that um what would it have been done like what would we have done different order wise and this this question kind of ties into it and i think i think trees uh i think we would have uh, gotten some trees in the ground a lot quicker um the comfrey business that was very successful we did start that early but i think it would have if we had known now what we know then it would have started a lot earlier and a lot different um but yeah those long those long cycle perennials um having that vision of doing the work now and reaping the benefits in three four five ten twenty years is um it's difficult to change that um to change that mindset and really determine if the reward, the, the, the juice is worth the squeeze, I guess. Uh, Rachel weighed in, in the comments here and said, listening to my kids about crypto. Yeah. We've had that discussion over in the chat. Rachel's, um, Rachel's young, youngish. Um, they were, they were homeschooled, I believe, and, um, very, very successful, but at a very young age, I would say, uh, learned about crypto and have done, amazing things with it so i can see where rachel would want to listen to them um and then more homesteading and starting uh her business which has been going on for four years so an extra year yeah yeah you're doing well with it so uh 14 14 is when they got into crypto yeah yeah (laughs) well done mom well done for sure um, letting them explore those things and uh, and pursue those interests because I think it paid paid off well for them being able to do that. Um, let me see. I had uh, thrown some notes on here and uh, I was just thinking this morning. I was sitting here sipping on some coffee and thinking about the question and realizing I hadn't didn't have a ton of answers to fill up ten minutes. And I said. Um, Oh, hold on. I got another submission here in the in the live chat. Uh, Mike Philippine Nomad says influencing more people with prepared preparedness and uh, resiliency. Um, excuse me, influencing more people to be prepared and resilient. So uh, just another another couple words I added in there. But uh, yeah, that uh, that's always good. Do that today, man. Do that today. Do that yesterday. Do that tomorrow. Uh, but five years ago would have been pretty nice because that kind of ties into uh, my my thoughts this morning i think five years ago five years ago we hadn't decided we were shutting things down yet no it was just kind of before um i think buying bulk toilet paper hand sanitizer and masks would have been the key thing to do five years ago i think you'd have been pretty set right now if you had had uh, a crystal ball and been able to uh, fill a warehouse with toilet paper hand sanitizer and masks, I think you would have done pretty well. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. The pending uh, shortages and hype and uh, ensuing price increases, I think you would have done very, very, very well. Anyway, let's uh, wrap it up here for the Perfect Cup. I uh, I hope you enjoyed the question this morning. If you did, be sure to look out for the next question uh, posted around on socials and in that Telegram group. That's t.me slash lots chat, t.me slash lots chat. 
And please check out theperfectcup.shop if you're interested in premium air-roasted coffee or some other coffee swag, mugs, and other things like that. Perf theperfectcup.shop takes you there and gives you a way to get to the coffee or the swag. I appreciate you listening. And now back to the full show. Dun, dun, dun. What about gloves? Love gloves? Did, uh, ah, I guess we did ran out of gloves. Josh Josh in the comments here says, what about gloves? Um, I was in a unique position in an industry uh, that needed them. Needed them. Uh, we actually did need them. We needed uh, black nitro gloves. I prefer the Viper brand. Uh, those are super expensive, and I could only get those if I used my uh, company card. I couldn't get those uh, in bulk at the shop. But uh, black nitro gloves, and um, I remember the brand name that we used to get um, had a, a dog. I think they were Bulldog or something like that. They were just some generic uh, generic gloves from um, Uline or someplace. But, uh, yeah, we used to have – we never ran shy of those because it was a safety standard for working in petroleum was to have nitro gloves on. So um, Kyle says we're just buying stock in those. Here he goes back to learning about financial and investments and things. So, yeah, the thicker – I like the thicker, thicker black nitro gloves, Kyle. And I uh, can't remember the specific brand, but the Vipers, the Vipers are um, really nice and um, super expensive. They are definitely not, um, definitely not throwaway. Rachel says she, uh, she was finally able to buy gloves last week for five dollars for a hundred. Uh, they've been crazy expensive until recently. Huh. What, uh, you got to wear probably pretty small gloves, Rachel. Yeah, I'm guessing that's a, a shorter supply. Josh says I like them black and thick. I mean. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Let's get to that uh, this day in history. I, uh, I appreciate Ryan putting all these together. And yesterday he started doing something a little different, actually for today, but uh, dropping the wiki links in, in the notes he's sending me. So if you listen to This Day in History and you're curious about anything I talk about or you really want to see the names that I murder along the way or things of that nature, you want to learn a little bit more, all you have to do is go to the... Um, <laughs> All you have to do is go to the blog post for the episode, which is usually up within an hour or so after I do the show, hour to two. Uh, I'll, I spread it around. I put it out on the socials and in the Telegram group uh, when the link is posted. But I transpose um, Ryan's notes over, which will now include wiki links to all the different items that he talked about. So with that, let's get into this day in history brought to you by and prepared for you by Ryan Pippen over at DuctionCups.com. And uh, go check them out. Go check them out. V2 coming out soon. And now for Ryan's notes. 
Good morning, humans. Fire up that breakfast bowl and let's get the day started. Get that GSD blend in your system stat. And a PIPS precursor, Mother's Day is this Sunday. Prepare accordingly. That message again, all you folks that like to forget that kind of stuff. Mother's Day is Sunday. Mother's Day is Sunday. All right, and on with the history. Happy Thursday, May 11th, and here's some history nugs to tip you into Friday. This day in 1889, this is an interesting story. This is an interesting story, and uh, Ryan, well well done on the write-up. This day in 1889, an attack upon a U.S. Army paymaster and escort resulted in the theft of over $28,000 and the award of two medals of honor. While moving $28,000 in gold and silver coins through the Arizona Territory, Major Wham with 11 Buffalo Soldiers. Wow, that, Ryan, did you even realize that that tied into uh, something later in the, in the, in the notes that I was reading this morning? Uh, While moving $28,000 in gold and silver coins through the Arizona Territory, Major Wham with 11 Buffalo Soldiers are ambushed, injuring eight of the soldiers. With the injuries forcing a strategic withdrawal, that booty went the way of the bandits. And uh, old Pip set up a scorecard for us, so we're going to check the scorecard. Two soldiers, Sergeant Brown and Corporal Mays, awarded medal of, medals of honor. Eight soldiers received a certificate of merit. Meanwhile, 11 men from a nearby Mormon community of Pima were arrested. Eight men sent to trial. All the bandits were found not guilty. And the final score, gold and silver coins were never recovered. And Pip's, Pip's notes on this, major wham. <laughs> and he giggles a little bit. You want to read more of this story about the great uh, the great coin heist out in the Arizona, Arizona desert in uh, 1886. That link will be in the blog post. This day in 1997, chess computer Deep Blue defeats Gary Kasparov in the last game of the rematch, becoming the first computer to beat a world champion chess player in a classic match format. Pips notes uh, in his best robot voice, greetings, Professor Falcon, would you like to play a game? I, I don't know. It's from, uh, it's from um, you know, that, that movie with uh, War Games. The kid and the computer in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the name. Uh, he says the last six <laughs> entries in Wiki are about atomic tests and earthquakes and four Wiki noted events that totaled over 200 humans dying. And that's not what we're about. We don't need to roll out with that. So Pip just says, hug your people, hug your people and uh, and realize that they're there. Let's hit the birthdays up. Let's hit these birthdays on a more uh, wonderful note. In, eight, in this day in 1875, Harriet Quimby, American pilot and screenwriter, she died in 1912. April 16th, 1912, she became the first woman to fly across the English Channel. Although Quimby lived only to the age of 37, she influenced women in a- aviation. She and Charles F. Willard died while flying her brand new Blurriot, I'm not into aviation, Uh, monoplane, the two-seater plane unexpectedly pitched downward while at a thousand feet ejecting both of them. The monoplane glided down and landed in some mud. 
Pip's curious. Or Pip's notes. <laughs> Anyone can skydive at least once. Uh, they both found that out. And as a side note, <laughs> he was wondering, it was a two-seater monoplane. Mono equals one, right? Two-seater plane? Maybe that was the issue. Maybe they were a little heavy. And he feels that there's a uh, a pop culture reference brewing there with the Lone Rangers. Mm, how can plural Lone Rangers? Read more about Harriet Quimby at the blog post. This day in 1881, Theodore von Karman, a Hungarian-American Hungarian -American mathematician, physicist, and engineer, was born. He, uh, he passed away in 1963. He was responsible for crucial advancements in aerodynamics, characterizing supersonic and hypersonic airflow. The human-defined threshold of outer space is called the Karman line in recognition of his work. I don't know if those pronunciations are right with all the um, little diphthongs and things over the, over the um, A's and things. I, I can't pronounce those things. My tongue doesn't work that way. Um, and <laughs> Pip says, I also believe in a karma line. Wait, oops, wrong <laughs> wrong name. Carmen, not karma. A dude could get the two names confused. And uh, this day in 1905. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Lise de Bassac. <laughs> um, uh, she was an SOE agent in France uh, and a war hero. Was the first was one of the first SOE female agents to be parachuted into occupied France in 1942. She had frequent encounters with German soldiers in the heavily militarized region in which she worked, but she eluded capture. She was awarded several gallantry awards after the war. <laughs> and we had a passing, uh, actually two, two passings. One, uh, one harkens back to that gold and silver, um, gold and silver heist out in the desert. Uh, this day in 1981, we lost Bob Marley, Jamaican singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Pip's notes, the first Bob Marley lyrics in his head are who's got the herb and it should have been emancipate yourself from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our minds yeah for sure for sure man uh groove on some uh, definitely groove on some bob marley today in remembrance of the day he passed uh this day in a 1985 chester gould american cartoonist creator of dick tracy uh he was born on uh, in 1900, died in 1985. Pip's notes, a, a phone with a watch. Who would want something like that? <laughs> Holidays, there was nothing to see here. Let's just move along. And uh, Pip says, well, humans, that wraps up the wiki nugs. Ask your smartwatch to play Marley's Three Little Birds. One of my favorites. One of my favorites for, uh, for so quite some time now. Three Little Birds. If you don't know it, YouTube it. Listen. You might enjoy it. Have a, have, have a happy day that ends in the letter Y and go do some stuff and we'll catch up with you tomorrow. And you guys have been now pippinized and uh, yeah, check out ductioncups.com where you can get your own plugsy for your, uh, your morning coffee mug. <laughs> Kyle keeps saying hi to you. 
<laughs> Kyle, Corey says hello and thank you. Um, so anyway, that was uh, that was the this day in history uh, brought to you by Pip over there at DuctionCups.com. <sighs> that was a rough one. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's one of them mornings. One of them mornings for sure. These shirts, uh, Corey and I were discussing before the show. Uh, yesterday, I had noticed my shirt kept falling off to the side. And I was like, what is wrong with this shirt? Am I sitting funny? I keep moving it back. Uh, the problem is I can see myself in the screen, and it was bothering me. Hey, Kyle, uh, got to get going. Hey, have a good day. Enjoy that mobile slaughter and um, and best of luck. Be safe and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Um, but my shirt kept falling over to the side, the, the neck hole there, and it was bothering me all morning. I got done with the show, immediately changed the shirt. It was good the rest of the day. This morning, I put this one on and it starts doing the same thing before the show. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Am, am I like, uneven what's what what is going on is it something with the chair and Corey let me know that um she has actually bought whole packages of tank tops or t-shirts that have just that have just hung the wrong way it, it's the way they're cut it's this or that and um so that made me feel better made me feel better that it might be the shirts because i do recall buying all of these in a package together they're just kind of generic t-shirts I'd have to be constantly uh, grabbing my shirt like that for what it's worth, for what it's worth. Let's, uh, let's talk about yesterday. Um, yesterday, Corey and I went, decided after work, we we're going to go out to, uh, to Hillbillies. I had, I had mentioned that we were going to go the night before, but they were closed. And so it was in my head and I was craving it. I was craving those chicken wings. And uh, so we decided we were going to head out there. It was um, nasty rain, like nasty, nasty rain, downpouring, uh, almost to the point where we wanted to wait in the parking lot until it passed because it was going to be so, we were going to be so soaked walking into the restaurant. And uh, anyway, we ran in. The wings were phenomenal, as always. Um, my buddy in the kitchen might be checking out the show. Uh, so props to you, man, on the on the wings. We talked a little bit it was somebody that i had, I had met the day we we, uh, we spent some time there before um morning kbonk and um hope you're having a good morning so we hung out there and um yeah the food was great food was great uh i actually got i sat next to someone that i didn't know who they were i recognized the one guy um and put together later that he was a gentleman that owns the place i recognized him from his facebook page but uh he came over and he stopped and I didn't know who he was at this point. And he's like, Hey, and it was kind of, it was, it's loud in there. It's, it's, it's your, your typical bar, but it has like some background noise. Um, and I don't, I don't hear the best, uh, when there's whole background noise, the gentleman was speaking very softly and he, he mentioned something about the gentleman he was sitting with and talking to. Um, I didn't catch quite what he was saying. And then I did catch that they were setting up a benefit. They were setting up a benefit. We talked a little bit about that. It was for veterans. It's um, uh, gave the date and this and that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He was walking around, killing some time while the, the other guy was on the phone. And then he went back and they were having a little bit meeting. They wrapped it up and went on our way. And I was like, I don't really get um, really get that wound up about 
quote unquote celebrities or get starstruck or anything like that. So I was just like, oh, who is this? Who is this guy? Um, and so I thought about it a little bit more and I, I, I really digested what he actually said, what I, what I did pick up. And this morning I was sitting here and uh, I looked it up and the guy that was sitting there is, um, the cowboy Eddie long long. Hold on. I have it on my phone. I looked it up. Yes. The cowboy Eddie long. And, um, I'll give a second in the in the comments. Anybody know who the cowboy Eddie Long is? Um, because I knew I've seen him. I've seen him on stage. I've seen him on stage. I know what he looked like. I looked over and uh, like I'm picturing him. I looked at the website. It was definitely him. But uh, Eddie Long is the steel is a steel guitar player. <coughs> Weird steel guitar player in uh, in Tennessee, huh? Yeah, they're dime a dozen. But this steel guitar player uh, played with Hank Williams Jr. for uh, for quite some time. And after that, um, he's been touring with Jamie Johnson for like the last 15 years or something uh, is what he said. But interesting. Interesting. I liked both of those guys. Um, I saw Hank Williams Jr. at uh, at WeFest. Did we ever see Jamie Johnson? Was he there as an early guy? I kind of, I kind of feel like we saw him when he was a nobody. <laughs> we saw a lot of people at WeFest when they were a nobody. Uh, when you get that two o'clock in the afternoon gig on a Thursday at a at a country music festival, you usually don't have a big name. Uh, so we saw lots of up and comers and lots of guys on their way down. Uh, but yeah, so I've seen this guy on stage um, at least once, and yeah, he's playing the benefit for uh, for the veterans post. Uh, the American Legion post there, but anyway, it was really. I caught steel guitar. I caught Jamie Johnson. And so I did a little Google. Um, he, um, he just popped up. Oh, K bong says he was a hee-haw guest a lot. Huh? Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. But anyway, if any, if you're in uh, in West Tennessee and you want to see him, I believe the benefit was going to be on June 10th. Um, it's going to be like 20 bucks, and uh, all proceeds go to the local American Legion post. So, I'm guessing um, guessing we might go. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's not really um, not really my crowd at the the moment. Um, the benefit crowd is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, it can get a little... Um, I don't know the word. I don't know the word. We'll just move on. We'll move on. Anyway, while we were sitting there, Corey and I were talking. And um, we got talking about uh, Sleepy Joe, <laughs> the president. And uh, I was... I know Corey doesn't pay attention at all to politics and I, I rarely do anymore. Uh, but on TikTok, I, I get a kick and it's sad. It's sad. I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for Joe Biden. I feel bad that he is obviously in the throes of dementia. He has no clue where he is half the time. And, um, and they're doing, they're putting him out there. They're putting him out. 
so on TikTok, on social media, you get all the clips of Confused Joe. And um, for not not necessarily laughing at, but laughing at the situation. Um, more the fact that this guy is being pushed out there as the leader of our country. These are the things that um, that make me chuckle. Um, they make me sad. They make me scared. But they also make me chuckle because that's just um, how I cope with things. But anyway, I'm watching all these uh, Sleepy Joe videos and uh, I was telling Corey about them. We we're just I was like, hey, did you see any of these? She doesn't get those on her TikTok because she immediately swipes them away. So TikTok says, oh, don't bother. Well, I was telling her about a couple of them. She had seen a couple of them. And I said, I said, hey, um, it's really sad and this and that. And I was like, I, you know, I've been around, I've been around dementia. I've been around people that have gone through it, that have, um, that, you know, you, you see them before, you see them progress into it and you see them at the end. And this dude is like in full throws. And I said, and the sad part is, is his wife is a doctor. And sure as shit. I love my wife. I love her to death. She looks up at me and goes, is that that black woman that's always with him? I said, no, dear, that's the vice president. I love her. The fact that she doesn't even give two flying fucks about this is the reason I love her so much. I had the biggest smile on my face. The fact that, um, and I had to think, she goes, well, who was Obama's? Who was Obama's vice president? And I had to think for a minute <laughs> to realize it was, oh, Sleepy Joe, right? I think. <laughs> oh, God, I want to check out. And I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Josh says that's Camelito hair lip. <laughs> I was, I was so happy to hear that. And, um, <laughs> K-Box says she's a doctor of education. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I was just concerned with the fact that she's letting him go out there. I don't think she's letting him do anything. I think uh, I think he's being paraded around, and she doesn't have much of a choice about it. Um, but yeah, I I am uh, slowly working my way out of the mainstream news cycle and out of all of it, so I can wonder who the black lady is walking around with the president. It's great. It's great. It really. At some points when we have discussions, I look at her and I'm like, what? And then I'm envious. I really am. I really am envious. Rachel Lynn says, that's awesome. And she's with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was that was interesting. And that, that really makes you evaluate your uh, evaluate your social media consumption. And uh, I'm switching gears for sure. Love her to death, love her to death. And she's always, um, always reels in that perspective for me. What really matters? Her day to day is not different because she doesn't know uh, the difference between Jill Biden, Jill Biden, Joe Biden and Jill Biden, I guess, or, uh, or Jill Biden and Kamala Harris. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter to Corey. But in the grand scheme of things, 
does it really matter to any of us? So I appreciate, I appreciate the perspective. Um, and I thought that uh, most of my audience would probably get a little chuckle out of that. And a lot of you are either in that position or hope to be at some point. And that's an end goal. So achieve Corey level and you will be a much happier person. Uh, another thing that uh, we discussed yesterday, and um, I don't have uh, I don't have a bearing on yet. I have to dig in a little bit more. Um, but does anybody else has anybody else noticed that the frequency and severity of storms? God, I'm going to get the fucking uh, chemtrails and the the cloud seeding and all that shit. Has anybody noticed that the severity and frequency of weather has amped up lately? Both. Or am I just traveling with storm season? These are what I'm trying to figure out. I personally, and Corey agrees, have noticed an uptick of storms and the severity of those storms. What we can't figure out is, are we noticing it because we're traveling with it? Because we're staying in spring? Uh, we've also discussed this with allergies and, um, and bl blooming trees and flowers coming. And uh, we've just kind of traveled with that springtime. Or I want to say that I've noticed... even not where we are in other locations, just it seems like the frequency has, um, okay, Josh, Josh says we're traveling in storm season in a much more storm frequent area. And that's what I was wondering. So I wanted to ask people that lived in Tennessee, has there been more and more, severe more frequent and <laughs> i'm in storm vortex yeah yeah i mean it is it is for sure um the mountains and the prairies and all of that kind of combined to make a just a shit storm here but um yeah it just felt that it felt that as i looked at the weather back home um where we came from and other places where listeners are uh, where we were traveling to where we were going from um, they're all in my phone, in my weather app. It just felt like that there was um, there was more. But maybe it's uh, just because we're traveling with them and where. That was the question. That was that was the issue that um, that we were trying to determine. Looks like we're just traveling with the storms. Your favorite thing to do. <laughs> so um, Josh says, "Oh, hey, Golden Crickets. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, up nice and early out there in CA." Um, Golden Cricket says, uh, worst winter we've had here in 25 years. Um, and she's saying that it, it probably has something to do with the solar cycles. Uh, Renegade Butcher said, we've had some rough winters recently, but that comes and goes with the global weather parts. Um, the whole El Nino, El Nina thing, um, Rachel Lynn says, I feel like we are in a cycle where things are worse and swingy. Uh, Northern Michigan, no severe.
there, but the weather has been all. Um, how about um, how about you, Mike Philippine Nomad? Um, how are things? How are things over in the Philippines? Have they been more severe? Have they been um, been more frequent storms or uh, the severity of the storms? Uh, Rachel Lynn qualifies and says uh, things have been all over the place and not normal. Okay. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Uh, I think it's probably a combination. Uh, I think it's probably a combination with us that both things are getting getting a little crazy or um we're also traveling with it and um yeah and it's probably a big old cycle probably a big old cycle so anyway anyway that's um that's what i had on the list here um so i think i'm gonna wrap her up today a little bit early a couple minutes early um i was uh <laughs> I totally, totally blanked when I set up the show and never changed my item of the day. So we're going to roll with it again. Uh, that Zippo 12 hour hand warmer. Um, Philippine Nomad just weighed in and said, uh, not much lately, but our heavy storm season is in June, uh, June through November. So we'll see. Best of luck, man. Best of luck. I hope it's not crazy like it's been here, but uh, seems like, um, you know, another thought that I had just now is, it could also be the hype set up by the weather people too. Um, I have noticed on my weather app that there has been a hundred percent chance of severe thunderstorms for the last week. They're getting rolling thunderstorms here and there. Um, Overnight, I mean, it's 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 almost like a predictable pattern how it um, how it it rolls. But I think if I'm looking and observing from other places, looking at that, going, "Holy crap, they're getting pounded with rain all week." Well, ours cha ours changes the day before, like literally a hundred percent chance of uh, severe thunderstorms from six a.m. to six p.m. Uh, on Monday and on Tuesday, you open the app and it's like, oh, it'll be sunny until like four o'clock. So I guess when I'm observing only remotely on a weather app, uh, things can be misleading. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Golden Cricket says she believes that too. They just want your eyeballs. And the Renegade Butcher says, this is the most important storm of our lives. Now go out and vote. And buy bread and milk. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, item of the day, repeat from yesterday, the Zippo 12-hour refillable hand warmer. They are on sale. They are um, super handy to have, especially if you live in the cold, cold, cold. Um, and they're 15 bucks now uh, this time of year. Pick them up, throw them in a drawer, and uh, be happy you have them at the end. What they would be great for... Um, would be to grab a um, grab a container of Zippo fluid and a couple of these hand warmers and throw them in a bug out bag. Throw them in the car. Throw them in the trunk. Throw them in your preparedness packs because they don't expire. You fill them when you want to use them. You light them. They, it's not an open flame. It'll stay warm for 12 hours. You can refill it right after that and use it again. Could be a great emergency heat source for you or your family if you're stranded in a car or somewhere else. So 
I didn't even think about that. We used them as functional hand warmers um, for different uh, different tasks around the farm and things like that. But man, what a great bug out um, uh, supplemental heat. So check those out. They're the Zippo 12 hour hand warmer, refillable hand warmers. Link is in the video description and audio notes and uh, also a link to a review I did on several different kinds of hand warmers we used up on the farm. So Check those out. Check those out. It's an easy way to support the Lots Projects, even if you don't want hand warmers and you have some Amazon shopping to do. Click that link and it helps us out every day. Anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Josh and I tonight, um, we are doing a mashup of Lots to Talk About and Lightning for Liberty. And we're going to do Lots to Talk About Noster. We're going to sit down and talk about Noster for an hour. I don't even know if we're going to really have a agenda, but just... Um, talking about the things we're seeing, the things we're excited about, the things we're doing that are working and are not working, um, and uh, different things for you to check out. If you are new, we will keep it, uh, we will keep it newbie, newbie speak, and, uh, and definitely take some questions in the comments if you have them. So be sure to show up tonight, 6 p.m. Central, if you want to be in the live to, uh, to ask some questions. It will be on my, all my channels, YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitter, Twitch, and uh, the like, and will also be broadcast to the Lightning for Liberty Telegram group and YouTube channels. So 6 p.m. Central, Lightning for Liberty, and lots to talk about, mash up, lots to talk about Noster. See you tonight for that. If you enjoyed this show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you tomorrow.